days. Happy days. Testing one, two, one, two. Yeah, Colin's a brick. Colin's a brick. <laughs> this is cool, isn't it? Did you make that? Yeah. Did you? Welcome to another episode of Life's Questions Answered. Um, today's guest is a multi-talented and good friend, Gar Cleary. Uh, Gar is a cameraman by trade. Um, he's worked on various projects such as uh, Ultimate Hell Week, Dave Fitz Lost Boys, Irish Pickers, just a few to name, but also other like shorts and documentaries and stuff like that. He's also a lecturer in media in TU Dublin. And on top of all that, he's a very talented singer-songwriter. Um, so we talked about his um, the process of how he recorded his debut album uh, last year. Um, so he is always up to something. Oh, very, very busy guy. So it was like that he came in and gave us a, a bit of his time. Uh, he came into the house uh, about last year in September. And we sat down over a cup of tea and some cake. And it was a good conversation. So, um, yeah. We touched on many topics and hopefully you'll like what you hear. So without further ado, here is Gar Cleary. Hello, Colum talking to Gar, Gar talking to Colum. It's all G. Alright, so here we are with Gar Cleary. Hey Colum, how's How it going? are you? How's the form? Thanks for having me on this lovely thing. <laughs> It's mad, isn't it? Just talking to your mate over a I know. cup of tea. <laughs> That's it. Like. And not knowing really what you're going to ask me. Well, I know kind of what you're going to ask me, but... It's kind of good that you don't like, because don't think about it too much. No. Just, just talk, just straight yeah. away say something like, you know? Yeah, 100%. You know, it's not going to be, you know, it's not going to be heavy. Yeah. Just, just have a conversation. That's yeah. it. No, nothing else. It's nice. You don't get to do this an awful lot with your friends. That's it. Well, like, you do, like, but you don't go. You don't really get to get into the. It's usually over a point. Yeah, I know. And you don't it. care what you say. And then you forget what you say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? The, I didn't say that. Nah, man. Nah, man. So, um, so what have you been up to? So last one. I thought. What have I been up to? Well, I've been doing a lot of doing nothing, mm. but also been busy doing nothing. If you know what I mean. Yeah. I suppose the last year has been crazy for me. Uh, I run my own company. I suppose, for want of a better word, I'm a self-employed cameraman. So, like, I'm I'm usually quite busy. And 2019 yeah. was a massive year for me. Like, um, I was barely home. Um, I stayed in about 80 hotels last year. Um, on, the on the road constantly. Yeah. Just fucking like. Flat out, out. To the flat out not thinking about anything else other than really one thing and that was kind of making money and yeah i was coming up to 30 the big three zero and i think my idea of of that was like work as hard as i can get as many jobs in as i can and hopefully buy a house and that was what i was doing okay. and in the back of that there was a girl uh who was with for seven years yeah and who was at home when i wasn't and uh you know things like that kind of started like 2019 when I, if, I, if i ever describe it to anyone it, i always describe it as a shit year you know because yeah i was so busy and everything was going great career wise mm-hmm. but i wasn't really thinking about many things and i suppose as well like 2019 my dad got quite sick he got mm. cancer uh, of the rectum and i suppose trying to also bring a music career back into the sphere yeah. i played all together now last year and that was kind of right the in the middle of comeback of it was yeah. the comeback of me coming to come back with new tunes and kind of getting back on the stage again after not being playing just focusing yeah. on working um, I'm playing a playing a gig all together now. Well, I was broke up with my girlfriend of seven years, and my dad had just got bad news, and 
you know, I think a lot of stuff happened in that year that I just, not that I want to forget, but definitely reflect on in a, in a way where it's like, it's done and, and, yeah. and not really look back on it, you know? So I suppose that's what I've been up to. And then I suppose with 2020, with COVID and I had planned to, 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 to head, I had a lot of opportunities at work to kind of get my name out there. I was trying to branch out into a lot of more um, of the, of what I like to do, which is adventure um, camera stuff. Managed to get in touch with an amazing company in the UK called Raw. And they, uh, through a friend, Jill, who who uh, got me on to Gold Rush, Alaska. Gold yeah. Rush uh, in that the Yukon Valley. So that was the plan. And I was kind of aiming, hedging all my bets for that. I turned down all the work that I had from uh, from May until October that I got offered. And I was meant to be jumping on a plane from the 1st of June to October. And then the world and turned the world, upside down. Yeah, and the world turned upside down. And yeah. COVID happened. <laughs> And yeah. like the during the lockdown, then in this year, mm. what what are you what have you been doing? Like you've been kind of well, apart from looking after my dad, who yeah. is now doing really really great. That was a I, I suppose if if you look at if I had gone to Alaska, I don't think it would have been. I don't think I would have. I think it would be, COVID landed at the perfect place that it did for me because I yeah. needed that time to do nothing. Yeah, I needed that time to kind of find out who I was again, uh-huh. and I needed to look after my dad, and that exactly. was the main thing on my on my radar like you know if I hadn't had COVID I wouldn't have been able to, to look after him to make sure that he was eating to make sure that he was getting into bed alright he, he was there sleeping I was there 24-7 yeah. every single day you know I suppose between that I started writing music again so you know a lot of them are quite heartfelt and they're quite to the bone about you know a lot of stuff that obviously about my dad and how he was around for us all the time and he's, he's a big influence in my life and he's the biggest influence in my life I suppose you know kind of trying to string that together and mm. And make an album because I've never released an album of unreleased EPs. So, cool. so there's a lot of yeah, proper. It's a lot of emotion. Subject, like, you know, yeah. there like nearly know, too deep. much. Yeah, that's good. Mm. It's really good. Gonna get into the hard stuff now, are we? Here we go. So start we're gonna tissues. start this uh, questionnaire, and mm. as I said, no right or wrong answer. You just you know say whatever <laughs> comes into your head. Okay. You can use it in so many different aspects of, of, of a sentence, can't you? Yeah. You can use it, you can triple it. You can use the ing in the end of it all the time. So, fuck that, I'm not fucking doing that. Would you fuck off? <laughs> you know, it's a, such a good one. Like, fucking... Especially fu- from dumb people, I think. Fuck fucking that. Um, so, you're a creative person, yeah? Yeah. So, when and how did the creative spark begin in you? Do you remember when you were a kid where it began? Um, do I remember where it began? Um, so I suppose my dad always played guitar and he always used to have sing songs and we'd always have Friday nights where like we'd, he'd play the guitar and we'd sing the songs and stuff like that. So I think, I think creativeness came around when, around the music. My sister played the fiddle. Okay, so you grown, kind of uh, yeah. in the family. Like. So I was in the family. That's where, that's probably where it all started. My mom's quite creative. You know, she doesn't know how good she is at painting and she wouldn't know how good she is at drawing. Um... She has very similar things to me. I'd say, like my mom's dyslexic, and she she would wouldn't, wouldn't have known until a very later age. Uh, same as me, I only got tested for dyslexia when I was just about to go into the first week of leaving cert. So, okay. you know, there was all you know. I think definitely creativeness comes from my mom's side and my dad's side, but definitely music um, would have been the kind of open the Friday nights with the goodie bags with that and playing songs. Yeah. 
your perfect idea of happiness? Perfect idea of happiness. Happiness is a strange one. I've had this conversation with a lot of people recently enough. Like, what is happiness? And happiness isn't the, I don't think happiness is necessarily a feeling. It's something that comes in waves. So it's like, like, am I happy now? No. I'm not happy at the moment. No. No. I'm not happy. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sad. I'm in this middle kind of purgatory place between sadness and happiness. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just me kind of going through emotions at the moment and kind of figuring out me. So how I describe myself now is that I'm fine, but I don't feel 100%. Okay, that's um, okay. And I don't know if that's happiness. Mm-hmm. But you don't if, have to be happy all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm not like, I'm not. Roddy Doyle said it once in a podcast, I was listening to, he's like, happy, I'm never happy. He's like, what is fucking happiness? Do you know? <laughs> It's true. You know, it is. It's a feeling that yeah. you get, and it might last a couple of weeks or it might last a couple of days, but like it necessarily, it's just something that happens. Yeah. Um, but if, if I could describe happiness, uh, having your family around you and being content in yourself. Cool. Yeah. And having someone to love you and hug you as well is lovely. Yeah, 100%. Love is good. What is the quality you most admire in others? Being straight. I've got a good, I've really good, uh, when I, I, I can, I have a good, what's it called, a uh, character, judge of character. Mm-hmm. I have a really good judge of character. As soon as I see someone, I know that they're going to be sound or going to be a prick. Yeah. And it's something I love that I have. It's a character. All my family have it. Even on a, on a, on a, on a total um, surface level, like, so you I, see them just see them. Wanker. Yeah. I know they're going to be a wanker. Okay, yeah. And I know that sounds really, really bad. Don't judge a book by its cover. And I'm going to end up answering another question where I say you should never answer a joke. But yeah. it's not that it's wanker. It's more like that. Like, I know that person's going to be sound. You know? okay, yeah. And it's more like I know they're going to be good crack. It okay. just takes literally an initial one second to know mm-hmm. who this person is and who, how, how nice they are, you know. And if I just don't like falseness. Yeah, genuine. I don't like people. Yeah, I like people that are just straight talking, a bit of crack, don't mind taking the fucking piss out of you, don't mind getting the piss taken out of them. Mm-hmm. I just don't like people that up themselves or, you know, you just straight away, you know the, the person I'm talking about. I just mm-hmm. like people that are genuine yeah. and are sound. Yeah. Do you know? 100%. What is the trait you most deplore in yourself? I ask this question when I'm casting to people. Really? But I never asked it myself. Okay. Never, yeah, it's mad. There you go. I always <laughs> ask people, like, what do people hate about you? It's one <laughs> of my questions. Yourself? What do I hate about myself? I'm a people pleaser. I like to please everyone. Okay. And I think I need to stop that. Okay. Because I'm not getting energy back off people that I should be getting energy back off. Not that I'm ever looking for it. But it's draining. Okay. It's draining trying to be in everyone's circle and everyone's thing. And it's something I'm only looking into now. So I I deplore that I, I try too much with people that necessarily don't want me to even try. Okay. Or don't even realise that I'm trying, do you know? Okay. So that's that's what I would say. Okay. Give me a sec. I'm doing this podcast for you. I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that. <laughs> I don't want to do it. We actually. Oh, stop. <laughs> no way, Kali. You're me, mate, man. Uh, Where would you most like to live? Um, 
So I've been in Dunleary for the last... Funleary. 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 Oh, I've yeah. been in Funleary since 2016. And I'm there four years. Wow. Yeah, four years on the 16th of October, actually. Cool. Because remember, that's when I got the keys. Um, Lovely. And I don't want to leave because I just I just love Dunleary. Yeah. I love the setting. I love waking up in the morning. I love going down at 7am or 8am for a swim in the sea at the 40 foot. I love getting a coffee on the way back, either in the Punnet or... Um, you know, in one of the other amazing coffee shops that are around, I might get a pastry. I might get to go go home, have a shower, and then start my day. Perfect. You know, yeah. it's amazing. It's just an amazing place. And I'm 40 minutes away from my folks on the north side. I think that's a big thing. People are you're actually from Kabarak. They run away. <laughs> they're like checking for their wallets. Like they're checking their <laughs> earrings. They're checking their earrings. Even though their earrings are from pennies, they're like, oh my God. Yeah. So you get on with the people from the, from Dunleary, kind of like you know, habitants, the natural. Dunleary. Yeah, it's very strange because yeah. I'm obviously I'm, I'm from a council estate, uh, um, and you just you live in each other's pockets when you're living in a council. So in my Clare, where I'm from, you know everyone. Yeah, and like it's a you know you might be in their house. You like as a kid, everyone be out on the street. There were street parties. You know everything was involved to the community. It's such a community presence mm-hmm. living in a council estate because we all look after each other. We all came from the same place. For instance, my mum and dad they raised their first two daughters. In the Valley One Flats. Okay. And they got relocated. Wow. To Baldoyle. Didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they relocated to Baldoyle. And a lot of people from the Valley One Flats relocated to Baldoyle. So it's basically a working class going to working class. Yeah. And obviously within that getting a house in Whiteclare, everyone becomes middle class then. And, you know, everyone's making, things are going good in life. Mm-hmm. So there's that beautiful kind of thing. My, both my parents are from Dublin as well. So it's a very much a Dublin community North side Dublin. Yeah. Heck, like yeah. if you walk in Baldoyle, I don't know if you have this where you're from. But in Valdoyle, you literally cannot go into the shop without getting it. If you're going for milk, you want to get out of there in five minutes, it's not going to happen. You're going to talk to your best mate's ma, <laughs> whore, whore ma. You're going to constantly, the person at the cash register, you're hugging, you're kissing. Like yeah. It's just the most beautiful place to be, be from. What do you consider your greatest achievement? Being a successful sole trader, business, like having my own business, um... I did a shit leaving cert. I don't even think I got 100 points. Okay. I went into the PLC course in adventure management because I knew it was never going to be, like I am not academic at all. I mm-hmm. just don't do any reading. I'm shit at maths. I did foundation maths. I did foundation Irish. I did pass everything else. Yeah. I think apart from geography and metalwork and technical graphics, any of the kind of, yeah, the really things that interest me, especially geography really interested me. I had a great teacher, Mr. Mooney. Um, and I had great teachers for the stuff I did well and it's not about the teachers but it's just something I just if it doesn't interest me I don't care mm-hmm. so I suppose um, the, my, my proudest achievement is actually showing everyone you know actually going and, and completing a master's in IDT yeah. getting Big a master's yeah Fuck is. exactly yeah. going to become a lecturer in, in, in Ireland's biggest media skills TU Dublin formerly DIT and becoming a lecturer there um, and having a business that's very very successful yeah. and literally going fucking look at me now you know <laughs> my dad used to always say uh, you, uh, you're a jack of all trades you're not you're a master of fuck all you know and I remember when I when I graduated in IADT and I got the cert I didn't go to the graduation or anything like that I wasn't in it I didn't want to do that okay but I just wanted to get the cert and I remember I was like fucking read that <laughs> look at me he's now like, he's like what he's like don't say I need to put my glass on I was like you'll fucking read it now he's like masters yeah alright I was like yeah fucking take it back What is your motto? Uh, give it a go. 
Give everything a go. Give everything a go. Yeah, nothing phases you. No. Really, does it? No. Yeah. I love a challenge. I mm-hmm. absolutely love a challenge. Yeah. Like, I love, I honestly. Getting stuck I, in, like. Yeah. Whether it's knocking down the fucking wall, whether it's running up a hill, whether if someone says that you won't be able to get up that hill, I love it. If you tell me now that um, I make a good cup of tea, you could literally, I'll make you, like, <laughs> if you tell me that you make a better cup of tea than okay. me. It's not that I'm, I'm, I'm competitive. Uh, competitive. It's not. It is not like people saying you can't do something. Exactly. And yeah. it's, it's been grilled into me since an early age. Wrong. Yeah. And I just love proving people wrong. And it's sometimes I don't prove them wrong. Sometimes I am shit at it. And that's okay. But I'll always give it a go. Okay. So my motto would be like, fucking give it a go. On what occasion do you lie? I'm a big believer in the saying of don't let uh, truth get in the way of a good story. Okay. Like any story I tell about something, there's probably, it's probably 50 50. It's what I add into it that makes it <laughs> Elaborate it a little bit. It's elaborate the fuck. <laughs> no matter what it is. Like if you asked my mate that I'm telling that story about, he'd be like, didn't happen like that. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, it did. But it, you know, I, 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 I lie sometimes f- for stupid reasons and it's nearly to not, nothing to do with me. It's more like so that I don't, maybe it's more like that I don't sound like a fucking idiot. I don't know why I lie, but it's something that... But would you lie a lot? No. 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 Does in the retelling of some certain stories? Certain stories or... Uh, down the pub. Da- nah. Or down with the lads having... Down the bush. Down the bush. Down the blade and race car. Shane having the fucking crack, but I stop, pal. Ah, you stop, will you? Fuck's sake, pal. Ah, get out here, you, you blade. Fucking stop. Ah, here, lads, leave it out. Fucking hell, what? What is your greatest extravagance? I think being single at the moment, you tend to get a new wardrobe and you tend to kind of, like, you know, you've been so comfortable in the clothes you've been wearing for the last years, you don't really buy much. You might have, like, I used to have two pairs of runners maybe a year, I'd buy one pair of jeans for the year, two pairs of ears that have holes all over the fucking things. It's only recently in the last year that I've started to get a bit more style. Splash now, splash now for the ladies. (laughs) And like getting new clothes, I think. Uh, that's something I love. I love jackets. I, I've mm-hmm. always loved buying jackets. Like I mightn't have a, I might have a boxer short, a pair of boxer shorts with like a million holes in them, but I'll buy a brand new jacket. Like, okay. And I love buying jackets. I have a jacket for one day. I have forty jackets at home. I'm not even. I'm not even an over exaggeration. Johnny forty coats. Garf, Gar- Gary forty coats. I literally have about forty coats at home, and I love buying them. I'll buy one tomorrow if I see it. Like there's nothing that stops me going. I'll have enough. Like. Okay. How would you like to die? It's a good question. Um, I would like to die in old age not very old though that I'm fucking having to be looked after I think that's something that that's that would kill me like, yeah that mm-hmm. would, it really would it wouldn't be good for me like I wouldn't like to be dying when someone's actually having to, to wipe my arse mm-hmm. um, I'd like to die with my family around me singing songs and I'd like all my mates telling stupid stories about me yeah and the funny stuff and hopefully crying with laughter and not, not in, a bit of both but I'd love to be able to, to, to have everyone around me in a bed. Um, yeah. What or who was the greatest love of your life? Hmm. I think the greatest love of my life, to be honest, is not about a girl I would have gone out with or anything like that. And as much as I have loved girls I've gone out with and stuff, and that's a completely different thing to what I'm saying, but... I think the biggest love of my life is seeing my sisters grow up, um, or where me, me, 
them see me grow up, but me see them grow up and make families. And Family, have, like? Uh, yeah, like I'd have three kids each and there's three sisters and they're all after growing up into beautiful children, like the yeah. best crack ever and I love spending time with them. Like I try to get there as much as I can. I try to literally hang out with them as much as I can. I was only over there last night. Okay. Uh, not last night, the night before. Family's huge. Like. Family is huge, like it really is. Like, And I think that sometimes warns people off. Um, sometimes because they're not used to that. Do you know, like a lot of people be like, oh, we can't go over to your family again. So like, yes, we can. <laughs> yes, we fucking can. If God exists, what would you like him to say to you when you arrive in heaven? If God exists, what would you like him to say when I arrive to heaven? Uh, meet you at the, at the gates. Like, what's the fucking story? I think you've done everything all right, man. I think you've done a good job. You're a sound cunt. <laughs> and I want you to join me football team, Sound Cunts United. Yeah. And I play like Sound, nice one. Because I, I, I honestly don't, I would, I would, like I don't, obviously I'm, I'm, I'm still alive. Yeah. I don't think I've hurt anyone. And I think I've always made a joke out of the most You're sound awkward dude. situations. Yeah. I think I'm sound. Yeah. Obviously I, I'm, I could be a bit of a prick. I think we all can. I have a bit of a temper. It's human nature. I have a bit of anger in me that uh, I'm trying to sort out at the moment. Um, and yeah, I, th- I think he'd be all right with me. I think I'd like him to say, welcome, what's the fucking story? That was deadly. Sit in that little chair there over there, right? See where that telly is? Look, yeah. You can sit in that chair, put your feet up, and you can look at the last 30 years of your life. <laughs> Literally, I, th- I think that's a really cool way of thinking about yeah, heaven. Really like you look years back, for your life. Exactly. Yeah. You look back and you've loads of popcorn and revels, but yeah. like it's not even revels with all the different flavors. It's just your favorite flavors, like orange and coffee. I'm just like... <laughs> And you're just there all day for 30 years. Very good. You don't have to piss or shit around. <laughs> Heaven. Yeah. Perfect. Cool. What turns you off in people? What turns me off with people? People that talk shit about other people that they don't even know. People that talk shit about other people that they don't know. That's shite. They're shite. This is shite. That's shite. This is shite. I just don't understand it. And it's something that you, as someone that's in the music industry in Ireland, you, t- you tend to get roped into yeah, and do. 100%. And it's not how you're thinking. And yeah. it's only when you're away from them people that do that. It's that you realise, do you know what? We're all trying to fucking make it. Yeah. No matter if your music's shite. Which a lot of the time, <laughs> these people, like the music... You know, my music is shite to some people. Yeah. Your music is shite to some people. But we all have to support each other. And I think that's what I need to start telling myself. And when I'm around them people is to not actually kind of, just to kind of go, shut the fuck up, will you? Yeah. Like we're all trying to go on this one train together. Like let's support each other. Um, Yeah. Uh, That pisses me off. Okay. At what time do you on in people? Last question. Um, What turns me on in people? Crack. You know, good fun, genuine. Mm-hmm. Irish humour. Irish, Irish humour, yeah. yeah. There's nothing like it. Yeah. Like, it's gas. I was travelling all over Vietnam and Thailand and Cambodia on my own in 2016. And you know what? You meet people and it was great. And I was kind of like, yeah, it's grand. Yeah, they're, they're cool. They're cool, whatever. And then all of a sudden you bump into an Irish person and it's like literally meeting your brother <laughs> that you haven't seen in 10 years. You wouldn't care where he's from in Ireland. <laughs> You're just like brothers. You're like, ah! 
you know, there's nothing like meeting an Irish person somewhere in the world. I think, and like a lot of people are like, oh, there we go, going to Thailand, first person we see, an Irish person. We're trying to get cultured. Well, here, if you're trying to get fucking cultured, don't go to Thailand. <laughs> yeah. Also, don't go to Vietnam or Cambodia. Like, yeah. don't go to Australia if you want to get cultured. And you're like, oh, keep bumping into Irish people in Sydney. Uh, yeah, you're <laughs> going to do that because that's where everyone fucking goes. Yeah. So I think meeting someone in a random place. I was in Sapa and I met a fella that I used to live with in the state. In, oh, way. Really? Literally, it was away from everything, what? and I met him there. Yeah, Sapa. I don't know if you get this, but do you know when you land on Jesus, the time, the next time we do land in Dublin Airport, mm. like hopefully it'll be soon, but fingers crossed that happens, touch wood. But I love, no matter if you're away for a night in London, sometimes I go off to London for six hours and I'm back. Sometimes I go off for two weeks and I'm back. I love landing into Dublin Airport no matter yeah. how long you've been away and just getting the smell of Dublin. Yeah, I love <laughs> Do you know it. What I, mean? I love it. It's that air that comes through the arrival I actually like come back sometimes after yeah. it's been raining. Yeah. you come back in, it's like, ah. Oh, I know, Ireland, yeah. Dublin. It's that this tarmac smell. It's just like. It's class. You just, we just live, we're just so lucky to, to be from such a beautiful place. Big time. If only things would change government-wise and things weren't so expensive and people were able to afford to live yeah, a life 100%. that they would like to live yeah. and that they're not struggling to pay rent yeah. and that they have to live with their man and dads until they're 35 and 40. Yeah. Like, that's not cool. I think that needs to be fucking really, 100%. really, needs to be sorted out ASAP. Totally, like. Because if you don't, you know, well, we take we're going to be gone. Out of it, you know, Aaron's amazing place, mm. like, pretty much, yeah. you know. But, um, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, man. No worries. And, uh, Whatever links you have to your music and stuff, we'll be putting that yeah. up. And uh, yeah, thanks. Please do. Yeah. yeah. Put up some. Um, Anything. I'll give you my uh, Tinder profile. Yeah, 100% Tinder. If you know what I mean, ladies. <laughs> G Money coming for you. He's coming for you. G Thing. Oh, G Thing. You gotta, you gotta get yourself a sweet little bottle of wine. You gotta come over to Fun Cleary. You gotta get yourself up into my apartment. <laughs> I'm only joking. I'm only joking. Okay, I'm only joking. joking I'm not okay, joking. I'll be putting up his number and his change profile at the end of this. Okay, cool. Thanks, Mayor. Cheers, Colleen. Nice one. There we have it. Episode two of Life's Questions Answered, done and dusted. Uh, thanks, Mayor, to Gar for coming in and giving me his time. Um, I know he's a busy man, so much, really appreciated that. Um, I've put various links up to his music uh, as well as to his um, video work on Vimeo and various links. Um, so yeah, thanks me for coming in, man. It was really good. Um, I really enjoyed myself. Um, so until the next time, there'll be another episode up next week. So until then, take care of yourselves and keep safe and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you.